Good evening. And as always, um, thank you for watching. And if you do not mind, if you can hear this, um, just uh, comment that the sound is working okay. Uh, I hope that um, you've had a wonderful, productive day. And, um, and that the Lord has been good to you. Um, tonight I want to talk to you about a topic that um, I think many times um, really hinders us from being who God wants us to be. And tonight if I was titling this, which is very important, um, it would be we're all afraid of something. We are all afraid of something. And before tonight you get all macho or uh, on your spiritual high horse, when I say we are all afraid of something, I mean we are all afraid of something. For some of us, we're afraid that we're going to go bankrupt. For some of us, we're afraid that our health is going to fail. For some of us, we're afraid that the people that we love and trust won't be faithful. For some of us, we fear death. For some of us, we fear the Lord. But all of us fear something. You see, the Bible says that fear can be good, that we are to fear or reverence the Lord. But tonight, even when God is involved and active in your life, it is possible to struggle with fear. To struggle with fear of something. The last few nights we've been looking at Gideon and the Lord appeared to Gideon. Gideon had some questions and said, Hey, if this is real, would you stay here while I go in and cook something? And the angel stood here to prove to Gideon that he was who he said he was and that he was going to do what he says he does. But I want you to go on and listen to how the Lord tells him how to live, but yet Gideon still struggles with fear. And I hope tonight that this will help you to understand your fear and to let God overcome that fear that you have. Starting in verse 23, And the Lord said to him, Peace to you, do not fear. Do not fear. You shall not die. The first thing we see Gideon must have been afraid of was dying. Um, the Bible, I believe, teaches us that as a Christian we should not fear death. That it is a wonderful thing. The Bible says that precious is the death of God's saints in his eyes. And so while you might not be ready to, to jump on that uh, boat ride to heaven yet, as a Christian, you ought to be ready. And not being fearful of death allows you to live. And so as a Christian, we don't fear death. But yet Gideon must have been afraid of dying because he says, peace, you will not die. And so if he was afraid of death and the angel said, peace, he was afraid of conflict. And so you need to know tonight that if you are afraid of death, and you're afraid of conflict, 
afraid of spiritual warfare, you're not alone. You are not alone. And I think all of us at some point in our life have been afraid of conflict. We've been afraid of death. But the angel says, don't be afraid. There's going to be peace and you're not going to die. Well, you say, Jake, if an angel showed up, proved to me that he was the Lord, and promised me that I would have peace and live, well, I wouldn't worry at all then. Well, friends, truly, you do have something even as special as that in the promises of God's Word. But yet we still fear. We still doubt. And so he tells him not to fear. And then he tells him, now I want you to do something for me. He says, I want you to sacrifice that bull of your father. And I want you to go over there and I want you to tear down that altar of Baal. Let's be a pagan statue, a pagan altar. I want you to tear that down and I want you to sacrifice this animal to the Lord. Well, he's not asking him to go into battle against the enemy. He's not even asking him to conquer an enemy force. What he is saying is, I want you to show your friends and the family and the people who live here what God you serve. And so now I think we see another thing that many of us are fearful of, and that's standing for our Christian faith to the people we love. Well, those people I went to high school, if I share the gospel with them now, what if they bring up my past? Or if I take a stand for what's right, what if I lose that relationship? What if they make fun of me at work? And you say, well, Jake, no one fears that anymore. Yeah, we all do. I'm a pastor and I, I, I'm there. The right person, the right situation, we can all grow kind of weak in the knees. You say, not me, Jake. I'm bullheaded. I'm stubborn. I have no problem telling people what they, that what they need to hear all the time. Don't worry. One of these days, whether it's a grandchild, a child, someone that you love and care for, your Christian faith will rub them the wrong way and you'll have to make a choice to follow God or to cave. And that's what he told Gideon. He said, I want you to take that and tear that altar down, build an altar to me, and worship the one true God. You say, well, that makes sense. The, the, the messenger of the Lord has already told him all these things. Why is Gideon afraid? But listen to verse 27. And I want you to hear this tonight. Then Gideon took men of his servants and did as the Lord had spoken to him. And it came about, don't miss this, because he was too afraid of his father's household and the men of the city to do it by day that he did it by night. The angel of the Lord says, you march right in there, you tear that down, you worship God in front of everybody, don't you be worried. And Gideon says, well, do you know my father? Do you know the people he hangs out with? Do, do, you, know the, do you know the men of this city? Do you know what they'll say and do to me and think of me? They might call me a radical. They might call me a, a, a committed follower of Christ. Huh. I, I'll do it at nighttime when no one notices. You see, Gideon was afraid of conflict with the enemy. 
Gideon was afraid of death. And Gideon was afraid of what those people would think and do to him. Not the Midianites, his fellow Jewish people. Friends, sometimes doing what's right will not only upset the world, not only will it upset your family, but it will upset the people you go to church with. But if God says to do it, you've got to overcome that fear knowing that God will be with you. Now it goes on, and we'll just see how this unfolds after Gideon tears down the altar, builds an altar to God. These are the Jewish people. These are God's chosen people. They should know this. They've been crying out to God to send someone to help them. They've been hiding in the caves and the mountains. Here we go. God has answered. But listen to what verse 28 says. When the men of the city arose early in the morning, behold, the altar of Baal was torn down, and the Asherah which was beside it was cut down, and the second bull was offered on the altar which had been built. And they said to one another, Who has done this? And when they searched about it and inquired, they said, Gideon, the son of Joaz, did this thing. You see, friends, no matter how many you try to hide things in this whole world, it's going to get out. The Bible says that all secret things will be revealed. And in your life, you better make sure you're doing the things of God. Because when it comes out, and it will, it's better to be on the side of God than on the side of this world. And listen to what he goes on and says. Then the men of the city said to Joaz, Bring out your son that he may die. For he has torn down the altar of Baal, and indeed he has cut down the Asherah which was beside it. His fear was real. They were going to kill him. But I want to show you someone else in this story. And we're going to look at him tomorrow night. That's his father. His father says, I don't believe we're going to do this, boys. It's either Baal or the Lord. And so we're going to look at that tomorrow night about how you and I must stand and pass the faith to our children and grandchildren. But Gideon's fear was real. Gideon's feel was true. But yet Gideon should have trusted the Lord. That the Lord said, you're not going to die. You're not going to be afraid by this conquest. I will be with you. And Christian, death might concern us. And it might overwhelm us. But I really do believe when the Bible says we take our last breath here, we take our first breath in heaven. I really believe that it's a place where there is no sickness, no death, no pain, no sorrow. I believe it's a place where we'll see Jesus, the one that we claim that we love. And then a reunion of all the saints that have gone before us. As one of my favorite old songs says, so many singers have gone on to be with the Lord, but now they're singing where the singing never ends. You say, Jake, what about that conflict? What if that ruins that relationship in my family? What if standing for the truth hurts my position at work? I really do believe that God will be a better friend to you than anyone on this earth. And I believe He can provide for you even when all the world tries to shut off your means of providing. You trust Him. And I really do believe that when Jesus said, if you deny me in front of men, 
I will deny you in front of my Father. So don't you hide your faith. Don't put it under a bush, oh no. You let people know. Take a stand for what's right. And you trust the God who's going to fight for you. Reverence and fear Him. The Lord said, don't fear those who can take your physical life. Fear the Lord who can throw you into eternal damnation. And so trust Him. And know that when you fear, you're not alone. When your fears consume you, you're not the first person that's had that. Those fears that keep you up at night, those fears that give you anxiety, you're not alone. We've all been there. But through Jesus, we can overcome. As always, I just want to thank you so much for watching. And I pray that the Lord blesses you through these nightly devotions. And, and as always, if I can ever do anything for you, please let me know. And know that I am praying for you. And that I really do hope the rapture happens tonight. Uh, but if it doesn't, <laughs> as you're tired of me saying, I know. Uh, I look forward to being with you tomorrow night.